This episode was recorded on Friday, August 12th. Um, since then, we have learned of the passing of Kenny Baker, who, of course, played R2-D2, um, and also uh, Paplu, the Ewok, um, which, when I was a kid, I had a, a speeder bike, and I had Wicket. Uh, I had those two toys, and I would always put Wicket on the speeder bike and uh, pretend that he was Paplu, uh, flailing backwards on the speeder bike uh, through in in the wind as the as the bike sped through the forest on Endor, um, and of course who you know R two D two right <laughs> uh, can't say enough about him. So um, so we didn't talk about the death of Kenny Baker obviously on the episode because we recorded before it happened. We were all saddened by his passing, and we just wanted to put some gratitude out there for him and also condolences to his family. Uh, it was a, a life well lived, and R2-D2 will never be the same now that Kenny Baker is not in this world. So, here's to Kenny. The Children of the Force. Welcome to episode 44 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm ten. Oh, I'm Liam, and I'm seven. Cool. Welcome <laughs> back, Anna. Yay. It's been a very long time since we've had you on, since you've been on the show. Yay. I mean... We had our, our Star Wars Celebration Europe recap uh, with Nick from London, and then uh, Liam did his uh, goofing around with Noah, answering those silly questions. That was pretty fun. No, no, no. <laughs> no? Answering those questions sillily. Sillily, yes. Sillily. <laughs> sillily answering questions, sillily. yes. Sillily. 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 I, sillily. I love that word, sillily. Um, yeah, so, and you know, and also we had kind of a, a summer break, and you know, our summers for recording are just kind of hit and miss, so that's just the way it is, and that's okay. I'm trying not to stress out too much about it, but I'm super happy to be back recording. All feels right in the world when we sit down and talk Star Wars in front of a microphone. And, uh, you know, we hope that you missed us a little bit, but uh, also we hope you're not too mad that we weren't putting out weekly stuff. Um, you know, it's summer and everybody's busy, so hopefully you, Wait. dear listener, are also busy. Wait, you hope that they missed us? Well, you know, a little bit. I hope, you know, they're like, oh, where's, where's Chosen the Force? Where's the podcast? Um. I want to listen to it. I want one every week. You know? Yeah. That feels good. Oh, yeah. What feels so good? <laughs> I don't know. They're uh, just saying we're awesome, technically. <laughs> All right. So we've been up to quite a bit of Star Wars-y stuff. You're blowing kisses to our audience. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> we've been doing a lot of Star Wars-y stuff this summer. Um, what, what have we been doing recently? <sighs> well... Uh, we, we checked out Lego The Force Awakens from the library to play, awesome! our, to play on our PlayStation 4. Even I liked it. 
And I'm not a very big video games fan. And you liked it, yeah. Awesome! Liam, you liked it a lot. I also thought I it was I do not fun. like the new multi-build, though. Yeah, tell, tell me about that. Why don't you like the new multi-build? I, I, you said it's this harder. before, and I said it's just... It's much harder. Oh. Uh, it's much harder. It's harder. Uh-huh. What's hard about it? I don't know. It's just you have to tur you have to push you have to do two things at once. Yeah, and then once you build it, if you if someone accidentally accidentally shoots it, then you have to build it again, right? Yeah. That's something that's a little bit annoying. Um, but I think it's kind of cool. Some of the puzzles, the way they use the multi build, uh, I think is is pretty unique and interesting and uh, kind of fun to figure out. But I think overall it's kind of overrated. Um, not necessarily as important a uh, new feature as, as they build it. Yes, Anna? I actually really like the multi-build. Mm -hmm. I think it's cool because you can build, like, it doesn't have as much programming to do. It's not like, okay, there's this over here we have to build. Okay, there's this over here we have to build. Okay, there's this right here we have to build. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I like that. Though. You can I like that. build it. You can build three things in one thing. Hmm. I just yeah. think it's a cool idea. Yeah. Sometimes it's two things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes it's only one. So that's pretty cool. Um, speaking of coding, you were talking about, uh, I, th I don't know if you said code, but you said, uh, it just reminded me that, Liam, you ended up playing that uh, Lego code game a few weeks ago and liking that one quite a bit. Remember that? Where you're yeah. coding and they got your BB-8 or R2-D2 yeah. and you kind of tell them what to do. That's uh, We talked about that a long time ago on the podcast mm -hmm. where they released this, um, what is it, Hour of Code, I think. Just type in Coding Star Wars and uh, you'll find it. And it's really cool. It's basic you know, programming, basically. It is really cool. uh, teaching kids just kind of like basic coding, uh, which, you know, people are going to have to know, I think. I think they'll have to know it later. In their lives, it's kind of hard to know with technology and computers. Things change so fast. Yes, Anna. So that you can design like your own app, or you can design things, right? But maybe you have to design our own app, though. Well, you won't have to, but a lot of people will want to be able to do those sorts of things. Maybe they'll take computer class or something, and then sure. they'll want to know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, I was gonna say. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this, Daddy. Mm -hmm. I think I might have told you, but actually, I was searching something up on Khan Academy, and mm -hmm. it started with a C-O, and then I saw the code, mm. and it was the same exact thing. It said coding Star Wars. It was, yeah, on, it's on, on Khan, Khan, Khan Academy. Academy. Yes. Oh. There's more than math to Khan Academy. There's oh, science. Yes. Oh, there's much more. There's there. language. There's History. Yeah. Everything, yeah. Yeah, Khan like, Academy is a great resource. Uh, anyone out there? K H A N, I believe. Yeah. Academy dot org. Uh, you could teach yourself a bunch of stuff. Economics. I mean, like they have everything. Everything yeah, on there. It's really yeah, it's like really, really cool. It's website. like you're like if you want to keep up like the basics in summer, go on Khan Academy. Is that what you've been do doing? Everything. No, I haven't. <laughs> but if you but, wanted to, yeah, if you wanted to, though, <laughs> it has like almost everything you could keep on a, 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 a almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder yeah. what Jeff will. I, I wonder what Jeff will do when he hears this. Your teacher? Yeah. <laughs> He'll send me an email and say Anna should really be doing some Khan Academy over the summer. 
Okay. Uh, what else? What else? We that. we started watching the Freemakers. We're way behind. I think we've watched three episodes. Really? Oh, well, there's behind. a bunch. There's a bunch of episodes out. I think they have like nine or ten now. Yeah, yeah. What? Um, but it's pretty good, huh? It is. Yes. Wow, it's way better than I thought it'd be. So good. Yeah. I was super excited for it. You were. But, you were. So I, it's as good as I thought it would be. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's really. It's really good though. It is pretty. It's I funny. I like the episode when they're where they're fixing that guy's ship. Yeah, it's so funny. That's oh. funny. Uh, I remember Darth Vader's like. The, so this he's is, like, hold on, hold on. that this, ship this. is beautiful enough for you to do that, and and then he's like, that Dar- one, and then Darth Vader's like, oh, and he just runs away. He's like, oh, it has the same thrusters. Oh, it has the same doobie thing. <laughs> it, was it was, it was the everything. starfighter, the Naboo starfighter. Yeah. Yes. So you can the tell most why beautiful Darth ship in the galaxy. They called it. Yeah, I loved, I loved the love that the starfighter was getting. Uh, that was really that was a fun, that was a funny episode, and they all are are pretty funny. Um, I really but like. But they're them. also really se- they get serious at times, though. Well, I think that's why they're good too. They're not. It's not all jokes, um, and and it's not. It doesn't make fun of Star Wars. It's jokes within Star Wars, right? So I think I really like the Michael Price Star uh, Star Wars Lego stuff. Remember, Michael Price was the one who wrote, like, the Yoda Chronicles, and he wrote, you know, The Empire Strikes Out, and uh, the one with the young... Strikes Out? Yeah. And the one with Ian, which we know who Ian actually is, right? Uh, Han Solo. Han Solo, young Han Solo. Um, he wrote... Oh, yeah, that one. And Droid Tales, too. I think he wrote Droid Tales, too. Um, and they're really funny. They're really funny, but their type of humor that they are, a lot of it is kind of poking fun at Star Wars, right? I mean, as a Star Wars fan, we can make fun of Star Wars. There's nothing wrong with that. We can we can make jokes about Star Wars. But I think one thing that is different about Freemakers is that the jokes aren't necessarily about Star Wars, but it's still funny. It's jokes within Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. We're not laughing at them, we're laughing with them, kind of, right? Which is really cool. Uh, and it's a really kind of a new way to tell a Lego Star Wars story. And I really appreciate it. I'm really liking it. Yeah, I can't wait to watch more. We should watch an episode tonight. Yay! We, uh... Also, another uh, video game thing that we did. Liam, you played quite a bit of Battlefront with one of your cousins when they were visiting. My cousin, Zach. You, you Basically, played all we did was Battlefront. Like, when when we were at home, all we did was Battlefront. Uh-huh, yeah. And, like, and you talked about... when, And then when, when we were out driving around town or going to different places, you would talk about the ridiculous star cards that you would invent... For I'm different characters. You know, so I um, I invented. Well, Zach invented. Um, so we were at um, where were we? Uh, the Mississippi River Lock and Dam. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, we were there, and we were. <sighs> we kept saying it's a dam. So like, so um, so Zach just decided to say. Oh, so how about the how about Luke in Battlefront has a new star card called It's a Dam and a big dam crea- creates around him. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> but it's awesome. And then the whole car ride home, we talk about it. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> wow. I bet. Sorry, that was a little inappropriate, but still. <laughs> it's okay. It's a, it's a, it's a dam. a little left It is a dam. And this is all that while well, you were at camp, Anna. So sorry that you didn't get to. Uh, I wasn't at camp. Play to dam. You were camping. 
Yes, at, I was camping. Uh, different camp. I right. was camping. You were at Girl Scout camp this time instead of your week-long <laughs> sleepover camp. Right. Um, so I, I really, I feel bad that you didn't get to join in on this uh, star card uh, discussion because I'm sure oh, and, that you would have just and, loved it and play that battle from with us. Right. And 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 be be being taken of a no and. And being with you while Daddy take a video of us saying it's a big fat damn. <laughs> it's a big fat damn. It's a big fat damn. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Wow. I'm not gonna be able to put the clean tag on this. Uh, you have to put explicit lyrics on here. I'm just joking because we're talking about a dam, a lock and dam. It's actually really cool where you get to see the ships go in and they go down. You know, in the lock. You know, on the Mississippi River. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Ridiculous. You know, speaking of camp, Anna, we didn't ask you, um, and you know, the listeners at home might be wondering, how did your week at camp go? It was great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even miss them all that much. Didn't miss me. Didn't miss us. You didn't look back. Nope. No. So you won't go to the dark side. Nope. Um, did you? Was there any Star Warsy stuff that happened at camp? Hmm. Not that I can think of, but okay. if I remember something, then I'll tell you. Sure. Cool. Other things we've been up to uh, recently, we we read the first two issues of the Han Solo comic, which was pretty, pretty cool. And uh, you both commented that you thought the art was beautiful in that. Mm-hmm. And you know who agrees with you? Who? George Lucas. He is actually purchasing the original artwork for that comic from the artist who did the comic. It's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've also been reading, well, Liam and I, for some reason, Anna, you don't really want to read it, but Liam and I have been reading the Poe comic. Maybe you could read them on your own, Anna. I think, I think that you'd would be appreciate them. Yeah. 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 Um, like, um, you, a few days, uh, like yesterday, I think it was, mm-hmm. Liam was like quizzing me on something like, who <laughs> is, um, like Gratons, who's the most famous person? Like Gratons Arena or something? And then I was like, I was like, Gratons? <laughs> Just let her it's finish. Called? Let her. Gracchus. A Gracchus? Okay, Gracchus. And he asked me that. And I said, Who's Gracchus? And he said, They're a hide, you know? And, and I said, um, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. And he said, um, you know, from the Poe comics, he's a hut from the Poe comics, and I was like, and he was like, you know that, you know the Poe comics, and I'm like, um, Liam, you, Daddy's only reading that to you. <laughs> right, Gracchus the Hut was in the Star Wars comic, and then now is also in the Poe comic, which yeah, is really I cool. haven't read either of those. You haven't read either of those, Liam. You've read all of them. Uh, yeah, but Anna, you're. You're not as into comic books. Uh, I like read... graphic novels. Yeah. I just don't really like comic books. Well, and and so we get the trade paperbacks of these Star Wars comics, right? So you can sit down and read for a long time, and there's no ads and stuff like that. So it's kind of like reading a graphic novel. So, yeah, we'll get those from the library again, and you can choose to read them if you want to. Uh Let's see. I mean, I know there's a ton of Star Warsy stuff we've been up to other other than this, but uh, one thing that I think is really funny is that I found out that our neighbor knows Colin Trevorrow, which is uh, pretty crazy. Who's Colin Trevorrow? Colin Trevorrow is the director of Episode Nine, and we have a neighbor. What? 
Tim. Who knows no. Colin Trevorrow? Who? Well, I'm not going to name our neighbor because I didn't Can ask. You her, I didn't ask her whether Can or not she's okay. Her. I will tell you guys. She, I'll, okay, I'll, t- I'll tell you guys and then and I'll cut it out of the podcast. But then I'll, okay. you, I'll 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 include your reaction. She means like she's like friends. Yeah, like she knows. What? Him. What? Oh my <laughs> god, that's crazy! Right, I kind of joked with her. I'm like, hey, could you get us a? Uh, could you get us an interview? <laughs> and she's like, actually, I probably could. <laughs> but, really? But no. I don't they th- get I, I, he would have to, podcast? no. The thing is, he would have to go through Lucasfilm. You can't just ask someone personally for an interview who's that important. Like, Lucasfilm has to approve it and all that stuff. So, anyway, I just thought it was really funny. Uh, and when she said it, she just said it like it was no big deal. And I'm just like, wait, 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 wait what did you just say? Like, who do you know? Of course I know who that person is, you know. Uh... And then I criticized Jurassic World, and she's like, "Really? I loved it." I'm like, "Eh." Anyway, so um, okay. A couple things I did on Twitter. Uh, I want to say that uh, whenever we go to the library, we you guys always walk really close to this uh, long grass by the library, and, and you it pretend itches. and you pretend that it's thirst grass from Chuck Wendig's Life Debt. And thirst grass is this grass that cuts your leg and then sucks the blood out of your leg, and that's how the grass grows. Uh, so I, I posted that on Twitter, and uh, Chuck, I saw that. Chuck I Wendig, saw you were posting it. Chuck Wendig retweeted it, so he thought it was pretty funny. Yay! Yeah, so that was cool. So let's. Uh, there's other things on Twitter. Um, check us out at Force Children. Uh, actually, not that anyone listening really cares, but I think our most popular tweet ever I tweeted last night when I said that uh, I was super happy that Diego Luna in Rogue One um, oh speaking of we're going to talk about the Rogue One trailer tonight Uh, Diego Luna uh, kept his accent right? didn't change his accent to like an American accent he has his his genuine Mexican accent right Um, which is really cool Uh, Cassie and Andor uh, and I was really happy to hear that, and I wrote that on Twitter, and it's been retweeted many times, and Pablo Hidalgo retweeted it, and really, Andy Gutierrez liked it. Yep, I'm dropping Andy names Gutierrez? now. <laughs> anyway, really, uh, yeah. So it's just it's. That's I, and I don't say this to brag or anything like that. I just think that it's so f- so cool that we can connect with like the. The people who, you know, are helping to create and market uh, Star Wars. And it's really cool to have that sort of um, connection. And anybody can have that. I mean, I've, you know, I could have been anyone who written that and, and, you know, he would have seen it or retweeted it and stuff. So um, I love that about Twitter, that we can have that sort of connection. But uh, we have a ton of news to talk about, not least of which is that Rogue One trailer, but also, you know, some other stuff that came out of Celebration and uh, stuff since then. You know, we've had a long time between episodes, so we always have a lot of news to get to, so let's get to it. Uh, One thing that we didn't talk about on the last episode was the Battlefront news that, of course, the Death Star is coming out, and that the heroes are going to be Chewbacca and Bosk. Ah! Oh, Chewbacca! And Bosk, uh, which is super, awesome. super cool. And then and they also... Is going to be really... a, Star, a Death Star 
uh, level on skirmish where you can fly around the Death Star, trying to blow it up. Is is that true? No. Probably. Yes. Oh, okay, I don't I don't know if I've go read on. that. Go on. Well, there's going to be. Uh, See. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that'll be on skirmish, but it'll be on multiplayer. Right, we get to do the trench run and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, they announced that the fourth digital expansion is going to be Rogue One Scarif. So we are going to get to play on yes, on Scarif. Um, oh, that's awesome! Oh my god! Which is, we get to go in the water? Maybe. Storm the beach on Scarif. That's Scarif. a beautiful planet too. It is beautiful. It's I know. Really beautiful. I can't wait to see. I gotta shoot the it's ground like and trees. Tropical. <laughs> you don't want to ruin the tropical it's tropical, a tropical paradise. paradise. But you know they can't just be the beach. I'm assuming there's facilities on Scarif, right? Like I think some of the scenes we see in this Rogue One trailer um, happen on Scarif. Happen on Scarif, and they're in like buildings and stuff, right? So. Pretty cool. Um, um, yeah. 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 And then, of course, after Star Wars Celebration was done, the next weekend we had San Diego Comic Con, where they introduced the character Edrio Two Tubes, which I think is the best name ever. Edrio Two Tubes. Edrio Two Tubes. Hilarious. Because he's got two tubes coming out of his face. Uh, we'll have a photo of Edrio, old Edrio two tubes on our website, childrenoftheforce.com. We'll uh, put something up there just so you can see them. Um, yeah, pretty funny, I think. Uh, there are new Star Wars databank entries on a bunch of Rogue One things. So, you know, on the starwars.com site, you can type in, you know, C-3PO and it'll give you kind of like a Wikipedia sort of, right? It'll give you like a, here's who C-3PO is, right? Well... There's some new information on these databank entries about Rogue One. So, you know, they, they tell us about Chirrut Imwe and Baze Malbus and Bodhi Rook, who is a former Imperial pilot. Uh, Jin Erso, Death Troopers, who are bodyguards and enforcers for director Orson Krennic, which we already kind of knew. Uh, but, you know, not a lot of new information on those characters. Uh, there's an Entry for Cassian Andor, who is an Alliance intelligence officer. And uh, kind of interesting, I think, that they're calling it the Alliance, like the Rebel Alliance already at this point. Because I think this isn't too long after Rebels. At the time of Rebels, I wouldn't really consider it an alliance between Daddy. Rebels, right? There's different kind of cells. Daddy. Yeah, what's up, honey? There's probably going to be like like four or five seasons Mm -hmm. Of Rebels. Okay. So there might be an alliance later in Rebels. Sure, sure. That's a good point. But there's really not, not too much time in between those two things. And and I've always kind of understood that the attack on the Death Star is kind of, you know, not all of the Rebels attacking the Death Star. Like, it's just kind of one group, right? It wasn't quite the huge alliance that we see in Return of the Jedi. That fleet is huge, but I suppose that's because more people join the cause, more people join the Alliance. So they are calling it the Alliance as of Rogue One, which is pretty cool. And maybe before then, uh, they also have the Adact. The Adact! 
Uh, and they do not confirm that the yellow panel on the Adact is actually a cargo container, but I think that they hint at it, saying that the Adact has a cargo bed. So, I still think that yellow thing is a huge box that gets put in the Adact. The Adact, sorry. Uh, and then, of course, shore troopers, who are troopers of the shore. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, they have Scarif. And it says, Scarif is the principal construction facility for the vast Imperial War Machine. Now, we kind of knew this. The world is enveloped in impenetrable deflector shields and is heavily defended. Okay. So, I think this is where they're building the Death Star, right? It's, that's what we've been led to believe in other sources as well. It kind of makes me wonder about Geonosis. Because you remember in Rebels, they talk about Geonosis being the place where the Death Star was being constructed. And in that Darth Vader comic, too, right? Remember the Darth Vader comic, Liam? What happened to all the Geonosians on Geonosis? Dead. Dead. The Empire killed them all. Long dead. Yeah. Ah, yes. And there's one queen. Well, there was one queen who survived. That survived, but then Darth Vader killed her. Mm, probably, yeah. She probably did end up dying there. Um... So I guess after the Death Star was mostly built over Geonosis, it moved to Scarif, I guess? I don't know. Um, there's some interesting things that this new trailer that we're going to talk about soon kind of get to with that. Um, we see the whole group of rebels on Scarif. I think those that group of rebels comes together on Jeddah. But we see the Death Star over Jeddah. So does the Death Star move from Jeddah to Scarif or Scarif to Jeddah? And if it's being built over Scarif, but it's at Jeddah first, was it picking up something on Jeddah on its way to Scarif to be completed? If so, what could that be? The answer is Kyber Crystals. Pretty sure. So, <laughs> speaking of Jeddah, here is what the StarWars.com databank says about Jeddah. A small desert moon frosted by a permanent winter. Jeddah is home to one of the first civilizations to explore the nature of the Force. So this would be like the earliest Force users lived on Jeddah, basically. At one time, a world important to the Jedi Order, Jeddah serves as a holy site for pilgrims from across the galaxy who seek spiritual guidance. Now the Empire occupies Jeddah, and a prolonged battle between Imperial forces and scattered rebels carries on in the time-worn streets. I have a theory. What is your theory, Anna? I think that Baze, and mm -hmm. what's his name again? Chirrut. Chirrut. I think they live there. Mm-hmm. Because Chirrut is like a spiritual, mm -hmm. seems like he's a spiritual yep, he is. person. Mm -hmm. And I think Baze is friends with him, so he's kind of a spiritual person too. I think Baze is not spiritual, but he helps. I think yeah. what they've said about him is that he doesn't believe in the Force, but he believes in his friend. Right? Uh -huh. So he's a protector of him. Okay. Yeah. So they probably li like live in the same place. Mm -hmm. So when he says, they destroyed our home. In the trailer, yeah. What if... Yeah. They destroyed that city on uh, Jeddah. I know. Like a holy city. That's my theory. I know. I know. 
I fit a bunch of pieces uh, together. Yeah. It's like you did fit, a good fit, job. Fit, fit. You did Big a good job. Theory. With that. And I can't. I don't see any other way of that happening. Yeah, I mean, they're they're there's they're not gonna stop. I feel like anything. they. I feel like they gave a lot away by having Bays say that in the trailer. But we'll see. Yeah, interesting. Uh, you know, even in, in our world, holy sites like uh, like Jerusalem, for example, are you know sources of conflict, and uh, you know there's many different uh, groups of people, different religions, and you know that want to control this holy site, and uh, you know some groups want to destroy it to to take away its meaning for the people that they oppose and stuff. So we might be seeing the empire, you know, destroying Jeddah as a as a symbolic act. You know, maybe not to really? maybe not to get rid of certain people who live there, but to get rid of hope. That's what I was thinking. Which is ugh, just horrible. horrible. Mm, so bad. Yeah. Horrible. Speaking yeah. of horrible, director Orson Krennic, as director of Advanced. I don't know if he's horrible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's horrible. Yeah, I know. He is the director of Advanced Weapons Research. For the Imperial Military. Now, we learned that Mads Mikkelsen is playing Galen Erso, Jin's dad, and that he is a scientist, and that the Empire, both the Empire and the Rebellion want him because of what he can do and what he knows, and what he has created, what sort of technology he has, right? So... The director of the Advanced Weapons Research wants him, because whatever Galen Erso knows will probably make a bigger weapon. Make this Star Destroyer be as destructive as it is. The Star Destroyer, the Death Star. Yeah, that's a mistake I've been making my entire life. Calling the Star Star Destroyers Death Stars and Death Stars Star Destroyer. I've always done that. It's like mushrooms and marshmallows for me. When I was a kid, I'd. We'd be doing s'mores, and I'd ask for a, a mushroom. Can I have a mushroom to roast? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow, my brain just flips things sometimes, you know? Just does my it. My brain asked for a mushroom to roast? Yep. I and I'd ask for pizza too. with no marshmallows on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, oh, so Krennic, back, back to Star Wars. Krennic is obsessed with the completion of the long-delayed Death Star project. Now, I am so happy that they're calling it long-delayed. It's been taking them a very long time to finish this Death Star. Now, why do you think I'm happy about that? Because we see it being constructed at the end of Episode 3, right? And it starts at the... And starts in episode two. Like, the idea starts Uh in episode two. And it's being constructed. Like, the shell of it is almost done. The skeleton of it. Not the shell. The skeleton. uh, By the end of episode three. And we see this skeleton of the Death Star. How is it still not done by the time A New Hope comes? I mean, of course, it's a huge thing. It'd take forever to build, right? But then how do you explain the Death Star 2 being built so fast in between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi? And it has been confirmed in canon that the second Death Star, the construction on it started after the first one blew up. Some people had a theory that maybe they always had two Death Stars. And the second one was just kind of, you know, being constructed the whole time along with the first one, right? Uh, 
but that's not the case. They started construction after the first one blew up. I think but they I were almost done with that after, like, what, five years between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi? I don't even know if it is quite five years. Yes, honey? Um, I think since they built one Death Star, mm-hmm. the second Death Star went a lot faster because right. they know how to do it more, and they know where, like, to get the supplies mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a really good point. Like, and the I, second time I do something, it always goes much faster. That's so true. That's so true. Um, and and maybe the thing that was taking them so long for the first one is the weapon. Yeah. Getting that technology finished. But then they knew how to get that technology right. finished the second time. Right, right. So, like, they just did it. Yeah. Like, sounds did right. it. That sounds right. So, Krennic again. There's so much to talk about with this Krennic entry. A cruel but brilliant man, Krennic has staked his reputation on the delivery of the functional battle station to the Emperor. So, he is going to deliver a functional battle station to the Emperor. Done. Done. Right. And someone who's going to try to stop him is Saw Gerrera. Now, Saw is a battered veteran of the Clone Wars, as we know, as well as the ongoing rebellion against the Empire. Saw leads a band of rebel extremists. So, there are rebels who, maybe they their fighting methods, their tactics, remember we learned that word? The rebels' tactics are not super violent, right? They're more like um, trying to destroy ships, but maybe, you know, uh, they don't want, they're not picking targets where a lot of people live. You know, they're not destroying imperial cities because there's innocent civilians living there, right? So, but a, but a rebel extremist might not care. And we saw that from Saw in the Clone Wars, right? He said, yeah, well, some people might die if we, you know, explode bombs in uh, Is- ISIS was the name of the, the, t- the city on uh, Onderon, right? Um, but that's war. And innocent people die in war. And that's just part of the deal, right? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, I think the rebels as a whole, they don't want to do that. They want to really make sure that they're not, you know, they're not just killing people to, you know, win a war, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but, but Saw might not uh, follow that. So it says Saw has lost much in his decades of combat. But occasional flashes of the charismatic and caring man he once was shine through his calloused exterior. So, um, there's one little snippet of him smiling in that trailer that we got yesterday. I love it. Just a little smirk. And you see that he's not, he's not all broken. He's mostly broken. But he's not all broken. Uh, so it says, Guerrera is bunkered on the ancient world of Jeddah. Alright, so he's on Jeddah. He's coordinating a prolonged insurgency against the Imperial occupation, kind of like he was against the Separatists on Onderon. Saw's ailing health, so he's not healthy, has not withered his resolve to fight. Now, Liam, we're going to talk about when you were right. You were right about this thing, okay? Entertainment Weekly, in the, uh, the lead-up to this trailer, had a story about Saw. And... In the story, Forrest Whitaker says, This is his armored suit for flight, but also for maintenance. He says that about Sagarera's bulbous chest plate. He's been through many conflicts and many wars, so it's also about repairing some of the many injuries he's had. He wears it all the time. So the very first time we ever heard Saw speak 
Liam, you said, it sounds like he's speaking like Darth Vader. Like he's got like a breather, right? Like he's got something that's keeping him kind of alive, right? You said this about him. And I said, nah, that's just how he talks, I think. He's just talking because he's really serious about the thing he's saying, right? He just really wants you to, to understand just how serious it is. But you were right. <laughs> People cannot see your proud hands-on-hips expression right now, Liam. So you need to say something to signify just how proud you are of okay, yourself. I will. I will. I'm awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't nyan 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 nyan, which I thought it might have been, but nyan 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 nyan. Yeah, nyan 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 I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah, that kind Good of stuff. idea. <laughs> but that's not the kind of kid you are. So thankfully, thankfully, we're not going to hear that that kind of garbage. Oh, really? You're not. Oh, I opened up that can of nyaz. All right. So, what can? so um, I'm just going to keep reading the story from Entertainment Weekly by Anthony Bresnikin because it's, it's super good and there's a lot of really good information in there. Uh, it says, as fans already saw in the trailer, Guerrera lectures Felicity Jones's Jin Erso on the cost of zealotry, even though it's a life he wouldn't trade. So saying like he is this extremist, right? Who Who will, you know fight no matter what but he's saying you know hey hey jen you might not want to go down that same road as me do what i say not what i do right um as a parent i can totally understand <laughs> there's things that i you know that i say to you kids that i'm like you know what don't do this this way because that's what i did and that's not a good idea <laughs> that didn't work out for me don't do it like that i mean i'm still gonna do it but don't do it like that no, you're not. <laughs> so that says, I don't think he's regretful, uh, Whitaker says. I think he really believes that what he has done is right. He understands that the universe could be destroyed and worlds could be destroyed if he doesn't succeed. And he's one of the only people who will do everything to make sure the Imperial forces don't. He's really close to her, he says about Jin, and they have a very powerful relationship. He's talking about how, you know, maybe make compromises that may harm people or may harm the situation or people may question it. But if you're doing it for the good, there's a positive thing about that. But what does it make you become and how do you change as a person? So, you know, what um, do you become? Exactly. I mean, this is this is uh, anyone who is who has gone to war and fought in battle can tell you that it changes you. It, even if it might be the right thing to do, it might be. And sometimes I think, you know, there are cases when, when battle is the right thing to do. I think there are few and far between, I think, but I think that there are times when that is the right thing to do. But you Me know, too. the person who does it, they're, they're changed forever. You know, that is not an easy thing to do. So that's what he's saying. And I don't know, I guess if he and Jen are really close, he, he likes who she is and he doesn't want her to change, maybe, right? So, this Entertainment Weekly story also says that uh, the fact that he has hair sometimes and doesn't, right? We've seen him with and without hair. We will see both of those things in the movie. So that wasn't like, uh, you know, he an looked accident. this way. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't, you know, that's actually a gun. We're going to see him in both 
forms in the movie. His which hair's might mean, probably going to get cut off which in might, battle. Maybe. <laughs> in battle. Yeah, sure. Battle. Someone's going to come at him with a with a razor and, and then he, shave no, his no, hair no, off. No, no, no. Someone's going to come at him with a knife. Yeah. And then he's going to duck, but not enough for them to not cut off his hair. And it's going to perfectly shave his head? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. He's going to come at him with the with the sword and he's going to he's going to cut his head off and tell Duck. Where's my hair? You guys have been watching too many Lego playing too much Lego the Force Awakens where hair can just come off like that. Huh? <laughs> so, uh a oh, couple yeah. more couple more entries. K2SO. K2SO! Uh, I love as, that scene. We, and we know that he's a, a reprogrammed Imperial security droid. We know that. Um, this says that he, uh, that the pragmatic droid is an effective insertion agent, as he can blend in perfectly at Imperial installations and outposts. So he is one droid. There are many droids like him in the Empire. So he can blend in with them. Um, you both have questions. Anna? Um, it's not a question, oh, okay. it's a statement. but it, it's, yeah, it's uh-huh. something that I think is funny. Sure. So, in the trailer, yeah. um, K2SO is saying, is like, the master told me you were a friend. I will not kill you to <laughs> Daenerysa. And then Daenerysa's like, um, thanks. <laughs> and then what's his name? What's his name? Cassian. Cassian. And then Cassian and Andor just smiles. He's like, mm-hmm. "Yep." So, and and uh, a little point, little point of clarification. K two calls him the captain. Captain. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Captain Cassian so, Andor. So yeah. He's like. Oh, you're gonna say it too. So um, so he's like, Captain says you are a friend. I will not kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then Cassian just smirks at her. Yeah. It's hilarious. So, but I think it's pretty cool that there. It is funny. I that was a very funny line. Uh, although not like super laugh out loud funny like some of the Force Awakens stuff was. But we didn't get. We got no humor. I in... thought it was laugh out loud funny. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. Uh, but uh, that's one thing that we didn't get in the Force Awakens trailer was any humor. There was no funniness in those trailers. Uh, this trailer has at least one moment of funny. So, that's interesting. Uh, Is there another one? But I like the idea... Another one. Another moment of funniness. I can't think of another one. Oh, the other one... The other one is also with K2SO. When um, he's like... I see 3 po a bit and he's oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the odds, the odds are fa- of failing are ninety-seven point five something to one or something like <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. and then and then um, Cassie and Andor was just like to another. I think is like a rebel pilot or something. Uh-huh. He means good. Yeah. Like he means good. Um, that is Bodhi. Bodhi. Bodhi Rook. Bodhi Rook. So um, speaking of of uh, pilot and what they were most likely on when K two said that. They also have an entry for the U-Wing on the Star Wars databank, which is pretty cool. Uh, Sturdy troop transport and gunship used by the Rebel Alliance. Uh, So that's pretty cool. And, of course, we had images of the U-Wing 
uh, from the Star Wars show, and now we saw it in the trailer. Uh, but the Star Wars show had this really cool uh, demonstration of how the wings move, which we didn't really see in the trailer. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I like that ship. What do you guys think of the look of that ship? I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah? What do you think, it looks Liam? awesome. You think it looks awesome? Yeah. That's sick. I think, Liam, you really... <laughs> You really liked how it's a troop transport and it has like the things on top where the people hold on, uh, like they do in the Clone Wars, right? And in episode two and three, how the clones kind of hold on to the to the top part, and there's the big open door, and they kind of can just jump out when they land. You really like that, don't you? Yeah, you're you're nodding your head, yes, which makes for great podcasting, by the way. <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> oh, you're so sarcastic. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you. So uh, we're going to get to that trailer, but first we're going to just kind of get through these news items. Uh, Rebels is returning on September 24th. Awesome. With an hour long with, with an hour long episode that will be called Steps into Shadow. And the. Uh, September 24th. September 24th. We'll be in school. And the Disney Channel PR on Instagram posted a new image uh-huh. from the Rebels premiere. And uh, it is of Callus? Tarkin. So from left to right, we have these people standing around like a, a table with a planet, which I assume is Lothal. Uh, and we have Wilhuf Tarkin. Cassius Constantine, Admiral Constantine, who is the Admiral of the Imperial Fleet in the Lothal system. Uh, and of course we have Callus and Thrawn and Governor Price, Orinda Price, who is going to be a new character. We've heard her and mentioned. Thrawn, he's putting his hand up like yep. this. We will squeeze them like you squeeze fresh fruit in order to make the specific kind of paint that Sabine paints with wouldn't that be funny if he actually said that <laughs> um, but i can't believe callus is there though callus is there after that zeb episode i was I sure know. he would be like good again or something well but he's still part of the empire know, but he but might it... be he might secretly be fulcrum and he's standing right next to Thrawn. um what i would love to see and i, I this is one of the things i put on twitter i would love to see Thrawn analyze Agent Callus's use of a Lassat bow rifle, right? Because Thrawn, he, he takes these specific things, you know, and he, he learns about you. He's like, he, well, like Sherlock Holmes, you know, he takes these, these clues and he learns from them and he makes all these deductions, right? So I would love to hear what Thrawn has to say about Callus's use of a Lassat bow rifle. I think that from that one thing, Thrawn could probably figure out that Callus is a potential threat to the Empire. <laughs> That's what I think. And I would love for him to do that in front of Tarkin. That'd be really fun to watch. Well, for some reason I've saved the big news for the end of the news segment, and I'm not quite sure why I did that. But whatever. Uh, whatever. Should we watch that Rogue One trailer again and talk about certain things that we see in it? Let's do it. Let's watch it. And uh, you know, I think I'm going to do what we'll we did take with a the. Really long time, I think I'm going to do what we did with the uh, with the rogue, uh, not the rogue one, but the rebels season three trailer, and just kind of play it and pause it and talk about certain things that I see. If you guys want to pause to talk about certain things, let me know. But um, 
right off the bat, before we even start, we start on the planet Jeddah, I'm assuming. And we have this city built on a large platform. And I was telling the kids that I felt like it looked like, it kind of felt like a very large version of the the village Jack on Jakku. Right? Um, what's the name of the village again? No idea. I can't remember the name of the village. one building there is how much right. space. Sure, sure. So this is a really big city, but the village on Jakku is also on like a, a raised kind of platform almost, right? And, you know, we have Jeddah being like this spiritual, uh, you know, center for force users kind of. And we have this, this village on Jakku, which is also... Um, the Church of the Force, or Church of the Jedi, right? Uh, it's like their village. So, yeah. Um, I like how it kind of has the, like, go straight up and then mm-hmm. kind of tilt inward. Yeah. On this side, it's almost like it was carved that way. I think I think it was. It does seem like it was carved out of a, out of a mountain or something, yeah. It was really it cool, It doesn't though. look built. No, it doesn't. But it's so cool. It's so huge. I've seen a lot of people say that this reminds them of the prequels. This reminds them of Naboo, of of this huge. Kind of reminds me of Kursant a bit. Sure, kind of, yeah. Of this of this huge alien landscape, something. And a lot of people are saying that that's something that we didn't get in the Force Awakens. That was one of the criticisms that people had of the Force Awakens is that nothing seemed really, really alien. The lands, um, the lands. Maz but the castle, yeah, it didn't, yeah. But it was, you know, it, the castle was just on the side of a lake, right? It wasn't like an alien sure. landscape, right? Um, but anyway, I, Force Awakens. I will not criticize that movie because it was awesome. Uh, and but but I do think that that is really cool that we're seeing amazing visuals in this movie. Really cool, really big visual things that that you know we didn't see quite stuff like that in the force awakens which is good you know star wars movies should give us new new stuff so we have the empire occupying Jeddah. uh i really like that there was that gold dome because we were just talking about jerusalem yeah and how there's the 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 gold domed um you know spiritual center of of jerusalem for a lot of people um which is really cool. The Dome of the Rock. Uh, but yeah. And then we have... Uh, so we have people walking toward Jeddah. I'm assuming that's Cassian and Jin. And then, of course... Back well, up a bit? I, I'm, calling it, I'm calling it Jeddah, but of course, this is the city on Jeddah. The whole planet is Jeddah. Do you think um, that's Cassian and Jin? I do think that's Cassian and Jin. They're Wait, going to... Uh, that's Jin. Yeah. And that is um, Cassian. No, not Cassian. Yeah. Toth. Oh, maybe. That could be. Um, yeah, but it seems like they're going to this city maybe to to get their team together. Because a lot of the, the team, you know, like uh, Baze and Chirrut, and, you know, they, they live on Jeddah. Bodhi. Probably. Right, so. Anyway. I just love this huge Death Star over this city. Yeah. So Death cool. Star! Death Star! Star to Star! I did it again! I did it again! It's funny. Let's just get this over with, shall we? Okay, pause it, pause it. Why does she why? have shackles? Yeah, why <laughs> does she have shackles? So, remember in the first trailer, they're listing her crimes, right? And I had said that I thought that was actually the Empire listing her crimes, and they were kind of misleading us to think that it was the Rebellion. But it does seem like the Rebellion actually brought her in 
saying, you know, you are a criminal. You have done these, these wrong things, which is really weird. Resisting arrest, resisting arrest from who the, the empire, maybe she thinks she's being brought into the empire. And then she realizes now that, Oh wait, these are actually rebels. These aren't the empire. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird though. The rebels arrest people, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe they arrested her because she's making the rebellion look bad by the things she's doing. Who knows? I love the close-up of that Star Destroyer. Me too. So cool. You finally said Star Destroyer. Yeah. Cassian and Jin in a in a U-wing, I'm assuming, and uh, and then I think that's a cave, probably the the blue like spires that they're flying around. It looks like there's like an Empire base in that cave. Hmm, maybe. Uh, well, and I think later in this in this trailer we see like them flying through something that looks like it's caving in. Hmm. Yellow. I have a question. Why is Baze's gun connected to his backpack? I don't know if that's a backpack. I feel like the thing that he's wearing on his back, maybe he has like a big flamethrower or something, and that's where like all the gas is kept or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, maybe that's where his lasers are kept. That is maybe. I don't. I don't really understand how the laser technology works in blasters. So it seems like Neither he he shoots like rockets though, right? Like we see later on. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what the deal is with his weaponry. Maybe that is like. He takes it out. The big, the big like post thing sticking up on his back. Yeah, maybe he takes it out yeah. and it's a vibra blade. Oh, not this again. Maybe he has a vibra blade in his vibra blade. No, maybe he has a fire uh, vibra blade. Like a vibra blade, blade made, made, of, made fire? out of fire. Awesome! Isn't that so cool, Anna? Daddy, why are you teaming up with Liam? Am I teaming up? Cause with I'm you? awesome. All right. I'm awesome too. But what's Remember even that? more awesome than both of you combined is this trailer. So let's keep watching. Daddy. <laughs> All right. I fear nothing. All is as the force wills it. I love that. I love Chirrut saying, well, that "All cute. is as the force wills it." But right before he says that, you see the tank, and you see a person looking at the tank. What do you notice about that person that looking person. at the tank? What person? The person here. With the uh, two red things on his back. What do you notice about that person? He looks like he's not very... It looks like he doesn't really have a like a good home and have a very good life. It looks like he doesn't have a head. <laughs> yes. That's what he I does think. not have a head. He's over, though. Oh, really? Look, there's no head there. Look at this. No, it looks like he's bending over. See that? See that? It looks like he's bending over. Oh, I th <laughs> it looks like there's a disc on top of his head that's rotating a little bit. Uh, it's but disgusting. Like he doesn't have a head. I don't think he has a head. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> oh, this is silly. <laughs> the captain says you are afraid. And there's the. I will not kill you. I will not kill you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. So, people have made a lot of uh, fuss about this Death Star. Why? What do you notice about the Death Star? It doesn't have the Why is on the it? weapon on the bottom? <laughs> well, first of all, in space, there is no such thing as bottom. All right? <laughs> There's no gravity, so... But that, they don't have the disc on it, though. What? 
They don't. They don't have the disc. Oh yeah, it's there. Oh. Yeah. It looks um, like it's a in hole. Shadow. No, it's in shadow. Yeah, Part that, of it's in shadow, so it looks, it looks like, like it's hollow. Uh, but like, I tried to explain this on Twitter the way I think about it. Um, so if you think about, you flip the whole picture upside down, and then how would it look? Then the Death Star would look correct, right? And the planet would look like it's kind of above the Death Star instead of below it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well later on in this trailer, we see um, Director Krennic and the Imperials looking out the window, and does the planet look like it's below or above? It looks like it's above. So actually, it makes sense. They're just showing us this image kind of like upside down almost, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Oh, I love then, that. And then there's I love the that. Death Star. The solar so eclipse. Cool. The Death Star is eclipsing the sun. And look what it's above. It's above the city. This this little place over here. This is the city with that the big temple, the big spire. Tiny. Well, it's from a far ways away, but that leads me to believe. So we talked about this earlier today. We were talking about that how Tarkin needs to believe secret weapon. Kaboom. Kaboom. So Tarkin says before Alderaan is, is destroyed, he says that they're going to test the full firepower of this battle station, right? It'll be fully operational. Hey, Al here. Uh, just correcting myself really quick. Uh, I said that it was Tarkin that said that, but I went back and watched that scene, and I think I remembered it incorrectly. But I knew that I heard it somewhere, and uh, when I went back and looked at the the kind of the boardroom meeting that Tarkin strolls into at the toward the beginning of A New Hope when he talks about the Emperor dissolving the Senate. Uh, before he comes in, uh, Mahdi and Tag are arguing about, uh, you know, whether or not to take the rebels seriously. And Tag says something uh, that I think I had in my head as Tarkin saying it. So here is the quote from Tag. Until this battle station is fully operational, we are vulnerable. The Rebel Alliance is too well equipped. They're more dangerous than you realize. Dangerous to your Starfleet, Commander, not to this battle station. So that's what I was talking about. The idea being that uh, the full capabilities of the Death Star had not been tested yet. If you know of a line in A New Hope, because I didn't have a chance to rewatch the whole thing, but if you know of a line in A New Hope that... Uh, is more along the lines of Tarkin saying the full firepower of this station. Let me know. Uh, and I'll listen for it the next time I watch it, too. All right, back to the show. So what if it's partially operational? Or they partially test the weapons, and it explodes this city? Which would be super-duper sad. Awesome in a super sad sort of way. Yeah. See, look, the planet is above yeah. above them when they're looking at the screen. So it actually makes sense that the Death Star is upside down. That's my story. Well, That's no my story, and I'm sticking down. to it. There's no such thing as upside down in space. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a lot of Imperials, uh, Imperial officers gathered there on the on the bridge. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's keep playing this trailer. I love, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Bodhi's luck is great. <laughs> oh, and the big boom! 
Oh, I love how Janaris says, like, this is our chance to make everything better. I want to yeah. see a smile. I want to see a smile. So, so first of all, of course, Liam, when you, I knew you'd do it, but when you saw, when you first saw Baze shoot that rocket at the Adat, and the Adat's head went, went sideways because I got hit so hard. You're like awesome. <laughs> and and exactly. did you did you think that maybe when Baze was shooting those stormtroopers, I would think it was cool because he's gonna sick. He's gonna sick. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how many Nerf missiles will shoot out of that thing at one uh, time. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Anna. So. So um. So, Anna, you wanted to back up and, and listen to what Jin says here. You really like that, huh? You have a chance to make a real difference. I saw a smile. Go back. And then he has a little bit of a spirk. Yeah, a smir- a spirk. He has a spirk. A smirk. I'll show you something. So, so here, well, right like after we in. see, it looks like they're in a cave, sort of, and it's caving and in, right? In. And they're coming out. What What did you want to show me, Liam? I'm backing up more. I wanted to um, see, so there was something that you did it. See, look at that. So play it, play it, and I'll tell you. And the the rocket hits. No, no, no. Oh, you then go. go back, and then it looks it looks like so fire is going into it. <laughs> and then and then this and then the so, rocket is going back at it. So when I play back it, when it. I go backwards, it looks like the Adat is shooting a rocket at Baze Malbus, and he catches it with his rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, that's awesome. what it looks. That's so uh, That's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I love that team. So, I love that team. Are you with me? It's like, are you with me? Oh, so all the way. All the way. So, so this scene of Jen walking on this plank way up in the sky i'm assuming this is scarif it does not look below it does not look like jetta uh so this must be the facility on scarif and then all of a sudden a tie fighter pops up uh my theory is that zeb and ezra stole another tie fighter and they're uh rescuing Jin, which is gonna be awesome the wind must be hard <laughs> see a live daddy no. that would be awesome if we saw a real like it, it looks like that but it's a zeb a, that would be awesome. A live Lasat. A live Lasat. Yes, that would, live be awesome. that would be awesome. Okay, I was joking, though, by the way. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I uh, totally knew that's that. A, yeah, Daddy. that's another thing I did on Twitter recently. Was that. It must be really, really strong wind mm-hmm. because um, um, cause she's, like, struggling as she walks forward. Oh, do you think she's struggling because of the wind? I don't know, but she's going, like... It looks like she's hurt. It looks like one of her legs is hurt. Kind of. Like, yeah. It's like she's pulling her I think she's limping. She's limping a little bit. Yeah. Could, he, could we go back? We'll see? go back just a little bit and watch her limp across that catwalk. Yeah. 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 All the way. Why doesn't she, she, she like nod? So she's like, the force. Why doesn't and of course, she say, Darth Vader. Darth Vader. May the force be with us. I know. Weren't you expecting her to say that at the end? Yeah. Me too. Um, so that line, are you with me? The the uh, the response that I had in my head when she said that was, I'm with her. I'm with her. Uh, which is actually uh, a Hillary Clinton hashtag. 
I'm with her. So if you're going to vote for Hillary Clinton, you do hashtag I'm with her. Uh, so remember at the Star Wars show, they said, we want to hear your reactions to uh, this trailer. And, you know, just use the hashtag Rogue Reactions. So what I did on Twitter was I did hashtag Rogue Reactions, hashtag I'm with Jin. <laughs> so, and yeah, and we got the little Vader tease at the end. Little Vader tease. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. We'll get just more in the movie. Just We're going like to get more than that. So five seconds later, the whole fleet is destroyed. <laughs> yeah, that was right before he pushed the button that destroyed the whole rebel fleet. The end. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, 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 so the movie starts. Yeah. Dun, 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 okay, it's all mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Then they get on the planet Jedi. Uh, Jedi, ready? Destroy the plan- planet. And um, two seconds later, yeah. they destroy the whole rebel yeah. fleet. Five seconds later, the movie's done. So, so it's basically like a 15-second movie. Yeah. It's like a tiny video. So, a it's a video. gif, basically. It's yeah, just it's a... a it's yeah, a gif. Yeah. It's a gif. It's a gif. It's a so, trailer. A teaser trailer. Sure. All the trailers <laughs> combined is more than the, what the movie is. Oh, absurdity. One of the trailers is more than what the movie is. All right. Probably. Um, yeah. So, so the last time we watched a Rogue One trailer, I asked you, how excited were you before? How excited are you now? Anna, how excited were you before you saw this trailer for Rogue One on a scale of 1 to 10? I would say it was about either a 7.5 or an 8. Yeah, where do you think you are now? Either an 8.5 or a 9, so okay. it's kind of skip forward 1. 1 point up. You got I one point, Disney. I was um, probably seven or six, I think. Oh, wow. And now I'm nine. Now I'm a nine. Now you're a nine, yes. <laughs> awesome. That just went five up. I was about an eight and a half, and now I think I'm a nine. I really, I think this trailer was visually stunning. Um... It didn't give us much more than we already had, I feel like, as far as like what the story's about and all that stuff, which is fine with me. It had lots of good visual yeah. stuff that you can see and makes it a difference. Mm-hmm. And it also had like a lot of sayings that we have not heard before. Some right. funny and some are very serious. Yeah, that's true. So, so it didn't have a lot of information in the words that we mm-hmm. heard. But it did have a lot of visual information. Yes. Like we learned kind of, you know, we get a better sense of the world of Jetta. Yes. And we get a better, better sense. sense of like the world of Rogue One. Uh-huh. Yep. And like where we will see the Death Star. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. And like just how, how occupied is Jetta? Like we see all those Imperial yeah. ships landing. and We we didn't learn much like about the storyline. Right. Like, but that's we, okay. We already knew all that because stuff. Because we already know it. Yeah. But it was like lots of visual stuff yeah. like smaller stuff mm-hmm. but it adds up to like a big thing when you watch the movie good point yeah yep i agree so yeah so i think we're all uh, a little bit to quite a lot more excited for rogue one and uh we're probably going to get at least one more trailer uh that will have a lot of different visuals before the movie comes out but this i would be totally fine if this was it really? i don't i don't need another one I want, I like, one more trailer. Yeah. 
I mean, trailers are fun. One more big trailer. One more big trailer. So, let's head on over to a quick canon news. The canon news song, yeah. The canon news song, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I finished Aftermath Life Debt, which is a really good book. Uh, It's so fun, and there's so much great canon news in there. Uh, But here is one little snippet, because uh, we're running kind of long, and, you know... We won't get into a long canon news. The name of the Rancor in Jabba the Hutt's Rancor Pit, who in Life Debt, of course, is it's dead. Cutie. Is not cutie. That would be a really good name. I know, I know. There is an interlude in Life Debt about Malakili. Uh, in that interlude, in that chapter, we learn that the Rancor's name was not Roxy. <laughs> not Roxy the Rancor. It was Patisa. Patisa? Patisa. That's such a cute name. So cute. Oh, little Patisa. I love how Molekili actually cares about animals so much. I know, I know. I know, even monsters. It's like awesome. It is. And you know, I'm going to say... Like, he cares. Like, if he had a Sarlacc pet, like, he wants a Sarlacc pet probably Mm -hmm. He wants to train a Sarlacc. In the in the chapter, I think I read the whole chapter to you guys, didn't I? You did. I did read that to you. He does come upon the Sarlacc, and the Sarlacc is in very very poor shape. Dead. Really sad. Almost almost probably dead. Yeah. Doesn't he? Why? Doesn't he help it a tiny bit? No, there's nothing he can do. Why does he die? What? Well, how does? Well, there's the big explosion above him. Oh yeah. I know. There's so a bunch of like probably swallowed some but, fire. Yeah, yeah, but he probably actually did get a lot of food. Maybe it's just because his belly is so. Maybe it's because his belly is so sore because he ate like a billion, million, trillion people. And they and it was all overcooked. Yeah. There's a lot of burnt <laughs> people. <laughs> oh, that's Ew! so gross! Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> that's horrible. And that that just yeah, makes what I'm going to say next uh, sound insincere. But but I feel. When I was a kid and I watched Return of the Jedi, whenever I saw the scene where the Rancor died and Malakili was crying, do you know what I did? Start crying. I laughed. I know. I laughed. I laughed. All of us did. My whole family. We'd laugh at Malakili cry because... Even your mom and dad? I think so. Be- but but the reason is because this it's this huge, disgusting monster, right? The Rancor, right? You're supposed to think. You're supposed to think, Ew, look at that disgusting monster. It's so gross, right? But now I think about, I think about, you know... Yeah, Anna- you're supposed to chant kill him. Right, you want, want Luke to, to kill the Rancor, right? So then, you, you know, that happens, and then all of a sudden you see someone crying over the Rancor, and it's you're so like, sad. it's... I think when that movie was being made, it was meant to be a laugh line. It was meant to be funny. But it's so sad. I know. And I think that's because, personally, I think about animals differently than I used to. Uh, so, like, when I see a Rancor, like, I can be like, oh, that'd be scary. But I can at least, you know, um, I mean, of course, a Rancor is not a real animal. But, you know, we can think of real life uh, equivalencies like alligators or, um, you know. Bears. Maybe not a bear, but, you know. Um, you know, uh, Sharks. Sharks, <laughs> sure, right? I can look at a shark and appreciate a shark for what a shark is. Ah. Right? I can appreciate how, you know 
evolution has created this elegantly, you know, elegant? sleek. Yeah, sure. Have you ever seen seen a shark swim? No. It's amazing. It's you know, like they just well, cut through the have. water. They're awesome, but you know, but they'll they'll kill you if ah, you know in the right scary. in the right circumstances or the wrong circumstances. If they're really but. hungry and they're a small shark and there's nothing else for them to sure. eat. They'll kill you. They'll no, they usually you. only kill humans if they think if they mistake them for a fish. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Or the, or or if the human is trying to go fishing and he actually cut he accidentally mm. cuts a shark or something, the shark might want to eat that human or kill that human. Well, and I think about like you know what a what a bear must think of humans. You know these sort of not quite hairy enough. You know, <laughs> not quite hairy enough. Lanky flesh bags, you know, like killers, uh, killers, and killers too. Think about killers, that ki- killers, as killers, and bears. So, so anyway, I'm just trying to say that now I empathize with Malakili. So when I watch that now, I'm like, oh, that actually is really sad, and I feel guilty, which I shouldn't. It's silly, but I do. I feel bad that I used to laugh at him, and now reading this chapter about Malakili, it's like, whoa, like I think I think Chuck Wendig gets it, you know, like it's not. It's not funny that he lost his his friend, his it's pet. Sad. It's, it's sad. It's really sad. Yeah. yeah. And there's probably probably the there's not much rancors left in the world. I don't think. Uh, I think they I actually said that was one of the last ones. Oh, I don't think so. They didn't. No, I don't think so. No. So. Yeah. Somehow, Arcana News always gets sad. Which is why I put jokes after it. So let's go have a joke. (laughs) Laugh it up, fuzzball. Alright, we have a series of jokes from Chris from Star Wars Kids Cast, so you know they're going to be really good. Yay! (laughs) Alright, so the first one. Who is Darth Maul's little brother? Darth Small. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but stop. That's Both hilarious. of us saw that. Okay, well, look away now. Okay. Who is Darth Maul's big brother? No. Darth Big. Darth Tall. <laughs> One more. Who is Darth Maul's country cousin? Uh, I don't know. Darth Yall. Ugh, is that... Is that all of them? That's all of them. Okay. <laughs> is wow. that all? Are they done? <laughs> it's like, is the torture over? Make it stop, Chris. No, thank you so much, Chris, for the <laughs> yes. jokes. There's, they're, they're really funny and super corny. And <laughs> yeah, they really we expect, are. We expect no less. And thank you so much again. Oh, y'all. How y'all doing? Hey, y'all. It's a kind of a... Yeah, Darth Y'all. Yeah. Darth Small. Darth Tall. Darth Y'all. <laughs> well, I have one question for the question and answer council, so let's uh, head on over there. The question and answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. All right, my question is, we saw just a snippet of Vader 
at the end of that Rogue One trailer. How much Vader do you want in Rogue One, Anna? Not a lot. Um, like from a scale of one to ten. Let's talk about minutes. Let's assume it's a two-hour movie. How many minutes do you want Vader on the screen? And what do you want him to be doing? What would you love to see him do? I want movie? about like twenty. Hmm. Minutes okay. or to a half an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, yeah, that, that's going to be quite a bit. 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. 20 minutes of yep. him. And what do you want to see him do? And I want to just see him, like, I know this is mean, but this is what Darth Vader is. Uh huh. And it would be cool if I saw yeah, this. Yeah. I want to see. Give in to your <laughs> I want to see Darth Vader storm the, um, Jeddah City. That what is Jeddah City? Oh. Like just, just, just rot, just bloodthirsty over here. Oh, you just run <laughs> over slicing people <laughs> in half. No, just. Do you want to see him kill people? Just yeah. march, just march into the city, like threatening everyone sure. in his way. Ah. Uh. And like just until and afraid. yeah, until he gets to his actual target. Ah, I see. That would be like a really cool scene. Uh, that would be really cool. <laughs> a, and if someone really stands up trying about to shoot him, he would just like, like just force choke him here, just, just like. So like, have, pretend there's two people just, with oh, pistols. Do this. We got, okay, so there's two Ready? people with pistols, okay. and Darth Vader's walking, and he chokes one, and he throws his lightsaber at the other one. Yeah. Is that, that what I saw? Just like in Battlefront. Just like in Battlefront. And scene. All right, Liam, how many minutes do you want to see Darth Vader on screen? Ten. Ten minutes? Five, what do you, maybe. Five? What do you want to see him doing? Getting ligaments broken. Getting ligaments broken? You want him breaking other people's ligaments? Or you so, want his... Oh. No. I don't know if Vader has any ligaments he left, but ligaments left. But Fine. Uh, what are ligaments? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Just someone said it's a part of a body. Right? Sure, it is. <laughs> oh, what funny. is it? Ligaments? Ligaments. Um, I believe they attach muscle to bone. That's what I... Or is that a tendon? I always get them mixed up. Tendons... I think a tendon bones, is something that I attaches forget. muscle to bone. Or a tendon might be muscle to muscle. I forget. Nah, whatever. And, you know, my wife, your mother, is a physical therapist. And if she was here, I would ask her, but she's not here right now. So I cannot ask her, uh, but I'll ask her later. So ligament. Ligament crushing. Vader crushing <laughs> ligaments. Uh, Vader's no. ligaments being crushed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. And Do I'm kind also of... also getting a lightsaber and crushing ligaments with it. Awesome. So I kind of am with Liam as far as wanting to see him less. But when I see him, I fully expect him to be murdering everybody. <laughs> so do I. Uh, and, and that's honestly like as much as I think I'm really going to like these characters. Um, and I kind of hope it's not like all the main characters. One of them's going to die. But, uh, but that's really like to see him do anything else. I don't know. Like that's, I think that's what we need to see him doing at this point in his, in his, uh, in his career. So... Do you know what it's time for? Yes. Uh, it's, no, time yes. For it's... Oh. it's time for something <laughs> yeah. You're right. All right, let's go somewhere. <laughs> All right, so uh, I believe Liam has a question 
from our Star Wars Trivial Pursuit game. Our what Trivial is Pursuit! Who was the first person to thank C-3PO after being set free in the Ewok village? The first person to thank C-3PO after being set free in the Ewok village. He's gonna get it. Luke Skywalker. You were the one who chose it! You can't say that! So I I thought I didn't said, know. I did wasn't I, trying to get I, it like a super, a, super, super hard question for him. Uh, I wanted a, to keep it like a little Did, did so I get I'm it right? Lump. Yes. Alright. I'm the lump. You're the lump? Because you lump. asked the question? We're the All right, lump. So you're lumps, so I love you anyway. I love you, lumpies. Because we're lumps. We're lumps of lovable rags. Mm, <laughs> you're lovable rag lumps? Yeah, because okay. you know how we are the lumps, so we're mm -hmm. like rags, dirty rags, like mean people would say that, and blah, blah, blah. So, like, like we're lovable rags. <laughs> we're lovable lump, but raggy. So, I think it's time for us to go um, pretty soon. Although, I just remembered that I thought I invited old man Liam to be a guest on this podcast, but I'm not sure if he's going to make an appearance on this podcast or the next one. I'm not quite sure if old man Liam, is he coming into the room or not? Liam, do you see him? Oh, I think, I think I see him. Do you see old him. man Liam? I think I, I don't see him. see him. No, you I don't, don't see him. You don't see him? Oh, that was just the door open. It was, it, it's, it's just really strong wind outside now. That was Oh, no, that's old man Liam. I see him. Nah, it's not no, no, I guess he's not here today. Maybe old man Liam will make an appearance next time on Children of the Four. I think he will. I think he texted me a few minutes ago saying he would. Yeah, did he let you know? Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, good. Well, I look forward to hearing from old man Liam. All right, well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to episode 44 of Children of the Force. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. We are at Force Children. On Facebook, we are... Children of the Force. Mm -hmm. Our email address is... ForceChildren at gmail.com. Our website is... Www.childrenoftheforce.com And head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we will almost positively play on the show. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Please leave us a review because, uh, you know, it helps people find us and uh, it just uh, feeds our egos and helps us feel better about ourselves. And uh, let us know that we're not doing this for nothing. So, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may, may the, the Force be with you. <laughs> Welcome to episode 44 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm ten. I'm Liam, and I'm seven. Should we, should we use that one? 
No, we're not going to use that one. Let me start over. <laughs> the way I talked. Come on, honey, we're not going to do that. All right. <laughs> honey, you are going to be sweaty. It's hot in this room. No, it's not. You're going to put a blanket on? Uh-huh. We're going to... I'm going to be... My pets are going to be soaked by the end of this. All right. Everybody ready? I think. Here we go. Everybody ready? <laughs> 